relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. We are still in a New Year's spirit. Why? Because we have to have resolutions. We have to keep them, and we have to save the republic. If not us, then who? If not now, then when? And one of the best people to talk to about <clears throat> the stakes, what it will require of us, is the man who is at the helm. He's at the tiller of the conservative juggernaut that bears the name of one of the greatest patriots of the modern age. He was Andrew Breitbart, and this is his employer number one. Happy New Year, Alex Marlowe! Dr. Drew, great to be back on your show. A perfect way to ring in the new year. Totally, totally, totally. Let's get the uh, the mutual niceties out of the way. In an industry, I can't, I can't bear this idea that I'm a media figure, but in an industry of backbiting and massive egos, I would like to say that our relationship and the relationship between Salem and Breitbart, it's just as it should be. We help each other. Yeah. I was on your show every week. You're regularly on my show. We have your Washington bureau chief on every week on my radio show, the great Matt, Matt Boyle. It's, it's just a nice thing to, to witness. And it's a little sad that so few people have that kind of team spirit on our side, Alex. Yeah, it's interesting you bring this up because I think about this quite a bit because, uh, first of all, there's so many kind things I can say about Salem. I've been listening to Salem broadcasts for more than half my life at this point. So it's not, um, it's not a surprise. The relationship's been nice since I've been editor-in-chief of Breitbart. Uh, but there is so much backstabbing in the conservative movement, and uh, I don't do any of it. it. It's the I do very little stabbing of any kind, but if I did, I would like to think it was in the front. Uh, yeah, I, so, of your enemies and, and frontally, correct? Wait, say that again, Dr. G? If there were stabbing, it would be of your enemies and it would be frontal stabbing. Yeah, exactly. With honor and dignity. Like, <laughs> like that's the – it's – but it is nice. I don't like to talk about it too much because it's so uncomfortable and it can come off as whiny. So it's nice in this segment with uh, a couple of companies that don't stab each other at all. No, no. And, and I really appreciate your friendship and, and counsel over the years. You and Larry Solov, of course, as well, who is, oh, he's, is he the CEO? Is that the right term? Yeah. Yeah. He was the Andrew Breitbart's lifelong best friend. So the original, the earliest days of Breitbart were in Andrew's basement next to the VA cemetery in Los Angeles wow. with just me, Larry and Andrew. That was it. John Nolte was the next employee. And um, a few and, years and, later, and Paul, we would Paul, take over when the it, when, it, when did Pollock come in? Because he's been there since a while, right? Joel Pollock? After a while, he's, yeah, he started just writing, and we covered a lot. He ran in a long-shot House congressional race. I think it was against Jan Schakowsky in, uh, in Chicago, <clears throat> and he was really taken with the brand and the company. He's just a voracious reader, and so he was on top of everything, and he was originally providing some Middle East coverage, legal advice, political advice. And uh, then he became the first editor in chief. And then he has since taken more of an editing and writing role. And uh, I became editor in chief. I was the first managing editor. That's a bit of the history. It's pretty it, it, it's, it's great. It really is. I don't want to say it's a family. It's very cliche, but it's more than just a company. I mean, the people yeah. who are part of Breitbart are real deeply oriented movement conservatives and people who want to save this country. So yeah. it's more than just a job. It always has been. And that's probably why, why they're not the usual backstabbing uh, egotists. Um, and I have to say, I, I was saddened that you went off to write books and build your ever-burgeoning family. We're going to talk about Breaking Biden in a moment. But your replacement on uh, SiriusXM, the Breitbart channel, I have come to really like Mike Slater. I had, I had no idea how it was going to work, but a good guy and a deep thinker, Alex. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Um, I'm very thrilled that Mike has taken over for me on Breitbart News Daily, which for those of you uh, who who care to tune in, I think you should. It's 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Sirius XM, the Patriot Channel 125. We also do a snippet as podcast and uh, you can get it on the Sirius XM app. Um, but uh, I people might know who listen closely to the show. I was hosting at 3 a.m. for two years because I had to move to California for my wife's work. 
And I did not want to relinquish that show. Dr. G, you know how important radio real estate is. And when you have some, you don't give it up. And uh, I knew how important that was. And I was not going to pass it off until I felt very confident that the person who hosts Breitbart News Daily Next is a real talent. And Slater's got more broadcast experience than I do, even though we're about the same age. Um, he's a Yaley. He never lets that on, but he's a, he's a smarty <laughs> pants. Um, and he's deeply rooted in faith, which I think always adds a dimension to the yes. show. And he's just generally great to get along with. So uh, it sort of must listen radio at this point. So I'm, that, I'm pretty thrilled. That's so funny that you say about him hiding his, his fact that he was a Yaley. You know, I have never spoken about being at Harvard. I had a fellowship at Harvard in the 90s. And yeah. I've never mentioned it. This is, you know, my fifth year of radio as of January 1st. And until the whole, you know, Claudine Gay thing, I never discussed it. But I shared some of my yeah. woke experiences back then. We'll talk about President Gay's uh, self jettisoning sure. uh, later in the hour. But first things first, I've never done this because, well, I don't know, you're, you're not really, as far as I'm concerned, just a journalist or just an editor-in-chief. So I want to ask Alex Marlow, what is Alex Marlow? Wow, what, what am I? It's a, great, it's, it's, a, it's a great intellectual exercise trying to think about who you are as a person. Um, and I do use that to define my work. I was thinking about that. I mentioned this to my wife just the other day, how the people who know my name, the vast majority of people only know my work. And it's interesting because uh, we're about to have our fourth child. And I was thinking about how what defines me is really normal things uh, that I, I married a woman that I met in high school. Um, I had parents who made sure I got educated at the best schools. I achieved all my career success through the classic pursuit of the American dream that I was told that if you could become try to become the best at a skill, for me, it was headline writing and uh, being able to curate the news as well as I could, then there would be a great, a great level of opportunity for me. And I'm a patriotic American who's also Judeo-Christian, who thinks that Judeo-Christian values that underpin our society relentlessly under attack, they need to be defended. Uh, and the institutional left wants to destroy this country. And I thought that before it was cool. I'll give myself some credit for that. I thought that, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, when a lot of people thought liberals were just here to disagree with us and we all would come together and it was all different approaches to solving the same problem. It was never like that for me. I always understood that the left was in control of Democrat politics and they were on a, a terrorist mission to destroy us. And <clears throat> let, let, but let me jump in there. Let me jump yeah. in there. How did you know that? Now, now we know that you were very politically engaged from an early yeah. you know, age. Uh, you were calling in and then ended up, I think, working for, for Larry Elder, my erstwhile yeah. uh, Salem colleague. But, but what was it? Was it your elite education that let you see the, the monster from the mm. inside? How did you get that? Deter- because I look at myself and look, I've always been a hardcore conservative because my dad escaped from a communist prison. So, you know, I, but when right. I moved to America 15 years ago, I'd kind of laugh at or I'd privately ridicule, you know, all the evangelicals and the movement conservatives and the hardcore Christians who are saying, they're commies and they're coming for your children. And I'd say, really, let me tell you about communism. Let me tell you about the scars on my dad's body till the day he died. And I used to poo-poo them. I don't do that anymore. I know they want to destroy our civilization. What made you see it so early, Alex? Uh, it is my elite education, yes, but not in the classroom. Even though I did go to great schools, uh, it was on talk radio. It was talk radio okay. that helped me understand this. And the disconnect between what I was learning in the classroom, which back then was typically mostly useful information, even though occasionally the left-wing bias would seep in, of course. Um, but it wasn't nearly as bad as it is now, or at least what I read about what it is now. Um, but it was really the, my favorite talk show host, uh, my first chief among them, Dennis Prager and Larry Elder and uh, many others. Of course, I listened to literally everyone. I could tell you the exact radio schedule in Los Angeles when I was driving around uh, then on every single station. I had it all down by heart. Um, and I had a little portable radio with one earbud wow. that I would carry with me everywhere. So I never you missed are, a You are a nerd so like really, me. Yeah. I, I, buy these, um, I buy the cheapest Bluetooth 
pods because I'm not yeah, paying. Five bucks. I, I'm not buying three hundred dollars, uh, you know, iPhone ones. And I only have. A, I'm, you can always see me with one because I'd be around the house mm-hmm. walking the dog, and I'm just listening to radio podcasts the whole day. I think we have. Uh, I think yes. we're uh, brothers from different mothers. We're talking to Alex Marlowe, editor in chief at Breitbart.com. You've got to bookmark it, Breitbart.com. Check it out as I do every morning before the show, and follow him at Alex Marlowe. The latest book is Breaking Biden. Get it today, exposing the hidden forces and secret of money machine behind Joe Biden, his family, and his administration. Um, We have so much more to discuss. We've only just started. It's the long form. It's the deep dive. Never miss any of our long form interviews with the true experts like Alex and the real newsmakers. Subscribe on whichever podcast platform you prefer. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gawker, America First. Never miss an episode. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And then... If you support President Trump, if you'd like him back in the White House so we can be safe and prosper again, then show the world. We have a bundle on the website. You can get your lawn sign, your yard sign. You can get the flag, the Trump mug with the mug shot from Atlanta, the booking photograph, and the simple message, Trump 2024. Get yours today, sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A-Store.com. And please support the president directly at donaldjtrump.com. That's donaldjtrump.com. Did you know that 84% of New Year's resolutions fail in the first six weeks? That's got me thinking about PhD weight loss and nutrition and why it was a success for me. Why I haven't gained one pound of my 42-pound weight loss back. Why Jeff, my producer, decided to start the program. Most people blame their failure on a lack of time, motivation, and a loss of zeal. PhD makes it simple. It doesn't take a lot of extra time. They are masters of motivation. You have a team of coaches by your side the whole time, and you don't lose your zeal because every week you make great strides, so you stay excited. Do something different this year and call PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition, 864-644-1900 to get started or online at myphdweightloss.com. Don't do this alone. The number, 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. I know our guest is a canine lover. I just want to uh, inform him of our latest acquisition. It is number three. Never did I think in my life I would have three dogs. There he is, Titus, the mighty Titus, 11 weeks old, uh, our third Belgian shepherd who is um, having fun with the old man. There he is on his My Pillow pet bed. He loves his My Pillow pet bed. Do we have a photo? There he is with Killian, the old dog, nine years old. He's, <clears throat> he's got a serious illness, so we've got him a new buddy along with Layla. So uh, you're, a, you're a dog man, aren't you, Alex? Yeah, I am. I'm so sorry that your dog is an illness. It's just so devastating. It, it is, it do. is. And then my wife surprises me and says, if something happens to him, we can't leave the little Leia by herself. So let's get another one. I say, what, three? You want three dogs? And I th- yeah, let's do That's it. That's a so, lot. That's a whole pack. It is. I feel like they're, I need to mush them. Now. I need to mush. I need a sled, no. and I want to mush them. But uh, it's a wonderful thing to have, as they say. One is never enough. Two is one, and three no. is two. Okay, um, let us proceed with the year in review. Let's talk about. Uh, oh, as we talk about personal things, resolutions, Alex. I decided yesterday that my resolution would be to try and ignore my phone as much as possible and to actually read more, actually read books. Do you have a resolution to share with our millions of listeners? Starting with everyone has to read Alex's book, of course. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I've I've written the most important book of 2024, (laughs) Breaking Biden. It's the true story of Joe Biden and uh, why he's such a deep threat to this republic. So uh, hopefully it gets a second win. It did very well in 2023, hopefully even better um, this year. But your your the resolution is one of mine, and I'm very good relative to the rest of of conservative media, I guess, because I'm not a big social media person. But I just I had a lot of travel in December, and I so I had a lot of time where kids weren't asking me for stuff. So I had a lot of scrolling time, and it's just so mindless. There's so much, yeah. so many dumb conversations, so much waste of time. And now there's all these people who have figured out that if you deliver a untrue message with the right cadence, then you can get people to watch your content. So I'm just getting flooded with information that I can't verify at all. I have no idea if it's true, and it's making me unhappy. And I, I'm better than most. 
So I highly recommend people consider trying to put down the phone and cure yourself of your scroliosis. And the best solution to that is books. Um, yeah. yeah, books is number one. I, I constantly read books. I'm, I'm a big reader, but I want even more this year. And last week I downloaded, had to have been, I'm a Kindle and audiobook guy more than a hardcover. I must've got 10 new books. I've already read a couple of them. I, I'm, I'm in the zone like you. It's totally the way to expand your mind. It's not the scrolling stuff. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And, And here's another tip for you guys. I advise you, given the huge possibilities, uh, start with books written by dead white guys, okay? Preferably uh, three, four hundred years ago. Uh, you know, anything Shakespeare or earlier is definitely worth your, worth your time. You can squeeze in a little bit of de Tocqueville, although right now I'm listening to Douglas Murray. And man, there are some modern He's living... Special. He's Douglas is one of the best educated minds we have writing out there. Do you agree? Oh, 100%. He, he is definitely, and I overall agree with your point that if someone is in their prime right now is not necessarily going to be my first choice unless I know them personally, yeah. which is sort of a wild thing about our line of work, Dr. G, <laughs> is that I know the person who wrote probably a good quarter of the books I read. Um, but the, the uh, no, but he's definitely a true giant uh, of the modern era. So any Douglas Murray is worthwhile. Got to ask you, because it was in the news yesterday as I was coming to the studio, because I'm still on the Harvard student, you know, ex-student distro list. And I got the personal letter from ex-president Gay about her decision that she wanted so much to support diversity and academic excellence. Is this a win for the good guys or is this just like a blip, Alex, that the bigoted plagiarist Um is out? Yeah, I, I'm cynical in the sense that I don't know if it matters overall, even though it's historic in nature. Um, I, I don't know because it's so entrenched. The, we're not going to be able to roll back <clears throat> any of the DEI stuff. Uh, your best Harvard's not salvageable, I don't think. Yeah. I think it needs to be – you need to keep your kids out unless they know they're going to be getting a degree that they need to do what they're meant to do in life or they want to go – for a social experiment, which is totally worthwhile if you've got the money, but it's so much money. Um, but I, I'm very pleased. I'm very impressed with conservative journalists, um, Chris Rufo and a couple others who broke news on this story. Very impressive. Uh, and I think that overall, it is a clear example we'll be able to cite for generations to come about how Harvard hired a president purely based on diversity and nothing else. And it flopped. It was a total disaster. It didn't work. And I think that's a very powerful anecdote. But I do think it's a drop in the bucket in this giant war against woke that we're on. And and is it fair? I know it's early, but I, I think the last two weeks have kind of given us that intimation. Is it fair to conclude that the real thing that was used to push her out wasn't her, you need to contextualize genocide, but it was the ever-increasing yeah. now 50 uh, acts of plagiarism. That, that was the real thing that pushed her over the edge. It wasn't the wokeism. Yeah. It was the plagiarism. Yeah, it's a great point, is that her views on Israel are appalling, and that, of course, is still the most offensive thing to me. There's so many plagiarists out there. Um, But her plagiarizing was, of course, very bad because she's ripping off her own colleagues that she surpassed. She's literally in the most important job in all of academia. And she, the, the standard of her industry, and she was a thief, a fraud. 
Uh, and But I do think ultimately the reason why she got pushed out is because of the headache. This is not going away. <laughs> I, I think if the saga was going to end this week or next week, then I think they would have kept writing it out. But it's very clear that this woman's been a fraud her whole life. And the longer she's in, the more journalists are going to keep investigating. They're going to keep finding stuff. Right. It, uh, I think uh, the, the headache and also the very serious loss of money from uh, former students and big donors to Harvard. We're talking to Alex. Well, let me ask you. Yeah. Can I ask you, young man, as a Harvard alum yourself, what do you think? So if you had a student, if you had a kid who was, was going to go to Harvard and you thought it was a good match, and then you saw all this stuff with her Israel stance plus the plagiarism, and you had planned on keeping them out, would you still send them now? Would you this is really interesting. your donations now? This is fascinating. It's truly fascinating. Uh, just two injects I'd give you from real life. I spent New Year's Eve in New York. We'll talk about that in a second. I met a guy, not a Trumpster, not a Bidenist, very smart guy. He's got uh, two kids in St. Andrews, which is an excellent college in, in Scotland. He wants his other son to go to Cambridge and Oxford. And he asked me, we talked about whether your kids could survive going to one of these woke institutions and come out intact. And we had this lengthy discussion that if they go in with their values intact, they'll be okay. Maybe, maybe not. But I, I share with you this story. My son, who I've discussed sometimes here on the show, went to Stanford, double major, you know, grade A student. <laughs> I asked him recently, would you send your kids to Stanford? Or would you give any money to Stanford? This is my son. He said... I would like to see it burnt to the ground, Dad. Right? So if, if my son wow. doesn't want to give money, let alone send his kids there, then, yeah, this is, um, as you said, unsalvageable is the word. The word is unsalvageable. Yeah. We're talking to Alex Marlowe. Don't forget to follow him at Alex Marlowe on social media. And give us a follow, too. We're everywhere that matters on social media. Just look for Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka on True Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Get a Telegram. You can also watch us on your Roku, uh, your Fire device or now on your samsung or the salem news channel app and for unique content by me when it's not on breitbart go to my Substack, sebastiangorka.substack.com that's my whole name there's one word sebastiangorka.substack.com are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep well my friend mike lindell has created the perfect solution he didn't just stomp out the pillow he also created the giza dream bed sheets made from the world's best cotton called giza these sheets are ultra soft and breathable yet extremely durable and now for a limited time you can get 50 percent off the giza dream sheets with prices starting as low as 29.98 in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty go to mypillow.com and click on the radio square and use promo code G-O-R-K-A at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and the MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-829-8468 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Gorka. That's 800-829-8468 or MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. All right, let's talk about uh, the most recent book when he's not editing, uh, when he's not making sure Breitbart is the best conservative clearinghouse for information. He's writing books. This is Breaking Biden, Exposing the Hidden Forces and Secret Money Machine behind Joe Biden, his family and his administration. Everybody needs to read more and they need to start with your book, Alex. Um, tell us, give us a kind of little a soupçon, a little teaser of something in this book, for example, that wasn't known elsewhere or wasn't covered elsewhere and is only because of your due diligence? Uh, Dr. G, first of all, thank you for that. And uh, I want to tell you a little secret for people who do a lot of television from their house, as I do, um, that we do something what I like to call business on top and party on the bottom, <laughs> where we wear the nice, we put the makeup on, do the hair, do the jacket. But then you can have sweatpants and you can have slippers on uh, underneath. And I've got the my pillow slippers on right now, gifted by you, Doctor Sebastian Gorka. So just to let you know. Oh, super! So, I, I never wear sweatpants. I don't even own any sweatpants. But I will say, actually, this morning, uh, I ran an errand. 
in my my pillow slippers. I left the house in my my. They, they are yeah. that good, guys. They are su- superlative. Thank you so much. All right, talk, talk to us about the book. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, it, it was it was too much for me to see him holding up the slippers on the stream and not mention it. <laughs> um, the and the sweatpants are a curse. Try to wear them less this year. Make that a New Year's resolution for all of you. Uh, it's a total sucker play. Um, but I, I I will say so. Um, it's, I know you had Matt to talk a little bit about this and all the stories are rolling out still at Breitbart.com, uh, but Matt Boyle and I went to Mar-a-Lago. We spent a couple hours with President Trump and the we're, we're bleeding them out in typically Andrew Breitbart style at Breitbart.com. Um, but I will tell you, the first thing that the president brought up to us when we walked in, and it was just the two of us and one of his uh, assistants and schedulers, uh, you'd be shocked to know, uh, Dr. G, a beautiful woman was uh, who uh, yeah, you can't, you, You're just tripping all over them. If you go to Mar-a-Lago, they're like, you know, yeah. decoration everywhere. It, 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 it was a little on the nose. It was a little on the nose by the forum. It was hilarious. But, but they're smart uh, as yeah, well. Uh, I mean, look at Alina Haber. Alina Haber is a rock star. Smart and poised. Absolutely, incredibly smart and poised, totally qualified, 100%. It was just funny how Trump does find the best-looking ones. Um, <laughs> that is one of his moves. But he he did, but totally 100% qualified also, clearly. But it's just it's just one of those things in his world. Um, but it was just the four of us in a small parlor at Mar-a-Lago. And the first thing he opens with, the first thing he wants to talk about, because he saw the book, he's aware of the book, is, is Joe Biden a bad guy? And I can say unequivocally, yes. And I mentioned this at the top because, again, it's a 250-page book. It took a year and a half of research. But the thing that I want this audience to be fired up about is he should be stopped. He should not be president of this country. This country is better than this guy. He's the type of guy whose brother killed a guy in a car, essentially. And Joe helped him hide out and not pay the debt he owed the family of the guy that he basically killed. Uh, He is a guy who wife and son died in a car accident because his wife was driving erratically and then he blamed the driver who was not at fault yeah that's the type of guy joe biden is the type of guy who lets his dogs buy dozens of secret service agents whatever the number is doesn't do anything about it so he's the type of he's the type of person who is the presidency in the sense that he's just a mean and terrible person he's allowed his family to get away with everything and not just the crack stuff but the grift And he's fundamentally altered America's foreign policy with regards to countries like Ukraine and China in particular in order to make sure his family makes money. That is not the type of guy who should be president. And that was the first thing that President Trump brought up. And I think he was totally right to do it that way. Yeah, this is a massive point. Actually, I'm so glad you mentioned this. And I I have to internalize it to kind of frame what I'm going to do for the next 10, 11 months here. This isn't just an election. This isn't two political visions. This isn't just, you know, Republican, vice, Democrat or patriot, vice, those who hate America. This is a bad man. We we have to stop a bad man from being reelected. That's an additional reason why President Trump has to win, because this isn't just some, you know, feckless old idiot. This is a bad, bad individual. The book is Breaking Biden. Get it right now. Exposing the Biden the hidden forces and secret money machine behind Joe Biden, his family, and his administration. This is America First, and I'm so excited to announce to you, it's not just relief factor that supports us, it's relief factor sleep. Like me, like Alex, you probably a little bit of a night owl, maybe stay on social media, up late. If that's the case, it's even more essential that when you do sleep, you have quality sleep. Relief Factor Sleep is the latest product. I was the guinea pig for the last six months. Even Katie, my wife, takes it right now. It's natural. It doesn't leave you drowsy in the morning, and it gives you that feeling of having deep satisfying and health enriching sleep do it today find out just how much this amazing product can do for your wellness in terms of feeling rested in the morning go to relieffactor.com order relief factor sleep call the same number 1-800-4-RELIEF that's relief factor sleep at relieffactor.com or 1-800-473-5433 So look, you know, I want to take a step back for just a moment as we look at 24 and we're in 24, but just a step back, you know, this president has done more in three years than any other president has done in two terms. And that is important. Yeah. Done more what? (laughs) More things deleterious to America and to help our enemies. That is, of course, why that woman 
is called Cringe by my colleague at Newsmax, Chris Plant, uh, the White House press secretary. Uh, quite, quite a stunning interview there, uh, Alex. Uh, you know, th- uh, the clearest div- diversity hire we've ever seen. Let's talk about the reality uh, in, in this segment of, of 2024, what your expectations are. Number one, let me tell you a little story. So as I said, I was in New York for New Year's Eve for, for a family event. And ironic as it may seem, for eight years, I've never had a real MAGA hat. I've, I've got this one I made behind me that I had made up, but I was, outside Twin Ta- the, um, I was outside Trump Tower, and my wife and my daughter said, hey, let's go inside. And it may have been Christmas Eve, but the little store with all the MAGA merch was open, and I picked up my own original MAGA 45 hat, the one the president wears. I've got a photograph of me in New York wearing it. And here's the interesting thing. God bless my, my women for letting me wear it around New York on New Year's Eve. There were no idiots, Alex. And in fact, there were lots of people who said, nice hat. Some black dudes who were yeah. hawking stuff said, we hate Uncle Biden. We're voting for President Trump. I went into Bergdorf Goodman's to use the restroom. And there's a guy coming into the urinals with me with a big Jewish star necklace. And I said, nice necklace. And he said, nice hat. Now, this is New York. I I know it's all anecdotal, but you look at the latest polling on Monday of a 38-point swing in President Trump's favor with Hispanic voters. What are you expecting this year in terms of real politics? And what are you expecting in terms of the lunacy that the left will engage in? Yeah, that's the right way to frame it as a two-part question. And I'll tell you, I live just north of L.A. in a normal suburb, uh, but the you inevitably go down into regular L.A. to get food or shop or whatever. Uh, we have a close family friend who wears his MAGA hat everywhere, and he wow. loves it. He wow. thinks it's just it's all positive attention every time. And so the, this is not – you're not alone in this. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a huge year for conservative ideas – for uh, America first populist nationalist ideas, for pro-democracy ideas. I think the left has fully been exposed as being anti-democracy, despite all their proclamations. This is Russian collusion collusion 2.0, Dr. G, where they're accusing us of doing what what they do. They were too close to the Russians, so they accused us of being close with the Russians. We didn't like the Russians. We didn't like Putin. Uh, This goes back to your days as national security editor for Breitbart. Um, But they accused us of that stuff. Same thing is happening with democracy. They hate democracy. They're rigging the election in Florida. They're trying to keep Trump off the ballots. Um, they're rigging their primary in Florida, to be specific. Um, they're, they're keeping Trump off the ballots in places or trying to. They hate democracy. They hate the will of the people. We love the will of the people. That's all going to come out. I, I think the energy on our side is going to be off the charts. I think people are going to come home. They're going to be jacked up, and they're going to try to save this country. But the cheating— the cheating is going to be beyond anything we saw in 2020, and I have no confidence that we've taken enough strides to mitigate any of it. And from my vantage point right now, the only chance that Trump has to win is by swamping them yeah. to such a level with yeah. so many votes, by winning by such a huge margin they can't cheat. And that is going to be hard to do. So that's where we're at at the moment. Yeah, I've seen the president a couple of times at Mar-a-Lago in the last few weeks. And and the first thing he said when I walked in the door into that private office of his was just election integrity. I mean, he was so laser focused on whether they're going to steal it again. Let's go beyond that. Um, My my friend Chris Coles, who's my co-host here on on Friday afternoons, he, um, he just did this video yesterday on YouTube where he has a kind of horror scenario for a false flag event um, if President Trump wins. Is there any limit? I mean, given that he's now facing 730 years in prison, uh, what they've done to Peter Navarro, Steve Bannon and others and Catholics, you know, spied on by the FBI. Are you expecting that it could get even worse this year in terms of what they're prepared to do to stop President Trump and to stop? I I love what you said. We love the will of the people. They hate the will of the people. How far will that drive them, Alex? 
Uh, really far, they're willing to do anything that they can get away with, and they can get away with almost anything. So I think people need to be very careful. If you're going to rallies or anything like that, you need to be very, very careful. Just assume you're on camera, and everything you're doing is going to be subject to congressional investigations, et cetera. Uh, you need to carry yourselves w with that, because we need to win another election to dismantle a lot of what they built in terms of their apparatus in order to harass people. Uh, and it is, I have so many examples. I have a personal example that I'm, I almost feel like sharing, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to save it, where it's very clear the government and the institutional left are combined to their surveilling and policing MAGA America at a rate we've never seen. And we should be intimidated by that. Not that it should change the way we vote or the way we act, only in that we need to be smarter because they're coming for us. It's dead serious. But this should fire us up to beat them. It should not silence us. It should not have us lose our resolve. It should have us gain resolve. I love that you're so optimistic about us being fired up for liberty. What do you put that down to? Do you put that down to everything the other side has revealed of themselves? Is that the catalyst, Alex? I think so, but also we're more fun. Um, Donald Trump is very fun. Um, you're fun, Dr. G. I'm fun. If you look at all the top comedians, and I and I, I think you you keep up with some of the top comedians, almost everyone yeah. is doing well when they're making anti-woke jokes. It just seems like, if anything, is at the center of the culture. It's all meritocratic stuff. Uh, it, it's not what the left likes. It's not the DEI stuff. It's not the forced diversity. It's not wokeness. The trans stuff is driving everyone crazy. It's the, our stuff is, is, is working, I think, on an intellectual level and on a cultural level. Uh, the issue is, can we beat their election uh, vote-rigging machine, essentially? Right. And I'm not talking just about ballot stuffing. I'm talking about tech manipulation, AI, lawfare, and community organizing. That's how they rig elections, and they're going to try to do it again. And I don't doubt they're going to do a good job of it. Let me ask you, um, because you, you were kind of the, the one counterweight um, on my show who mentioned this first, and I really appreciate it. We spoke about Elon Musk last year, and you said, hang on, hang on, slow your roll. Don't get so excited about, you know, the most famous uh, African-American uh, businessman in America because of his r relations with China. Uh, how important will his control of Twitter be? And what is your verdict on the last six months of his chairmanship of Twitter? Are you still satisfied by, sure. uh, you know, burgeoning freedom on the platform, but still disturbed by his relations to communist China? Yeah, I'm very happy that he runs Twitter, and I'm not a fan of his relative to most of conservative media. I've got a lot of complaints with him, particularly about how he does so much business in China, way too much business in China. Um, but overall, I'm happy he controls Twitter. Um, but I don't – I think his tenure, I think the right is a little uh, – we're, we're a little too obsequious to him in some ways. Uh, I think that the platform is not getting markedly better. I think that the feed that is curated for me makes me very unhappy. I don't think I get that much more informed by it. And I don't see, see there being very interesting conversations. I see there being a lot of unproductive conversations on it. And the value of Twitter is now down, I think, 71% yeah. since when he bought it. Yeah. So uh, it's hard to call it a success. That said, of all of the social media executives, um, uh, if you, unless you want to count Devin Nunes at Truth, um, he's the guy I would put in charge. So I'm fine with it. I just think that we need to hold our horses with some of the some of the level of praise. I think it's just gone way too far. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over. And they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. I'm not going to let this happen. It's kind of difficult to say this, but I mean, sadly, that's what we need. We need retribution for all the injustices, all the political perversions of the judicial system, federal law enforcement. So President Trump is absolutely right. Alex, last question. Uh, if, if we do flood the zone, if we, we manage to get President Trump back, I mean, the figures are stunning right now, 60-plus lead amongst the primary candidates beating Biden on a head-to-head -head across the nation. What does 25 
to 29 look like? What are your expectations? And, and can the good guys do enough of what needs to be done in four years? So one thing I brought up with President Trump when I talked to him, and uh, th- this will inevitably show up in an article, so you guys are getting some breaking news. Um, but I-, I asked him, I feel like the left is trying to make it so you can't staff a government, that a- yes. they're trying to intimidate people to working from you, uh, that they think they're going to get arrested or they're going to get investigated, their life's going to get ruined, a la Peter Navarro and Steve, et cetera. Um, that's what's going to happen to them. Um, and he was adamant that he knows so many people now that he knew new one, he knew no one when he got into office in 2017 and he knows everyone now and he's going to staff the best people and he knows where to start and who is going to take action. I have no idea if he's putting me on or not, but I hope he's telling the truth because if he is, then I'll be very optimistic that we're going to get a lot done very quickly. And if he's not and the left has succeeded, then they've desperately harmed our country. And we need to ride that narrative until everyone in America understands it. Well, I think I know one of those guys who's a great patriot and who's not afraid of anything. And I think uh, that chap Marlowe could be the press secretary. You know, Alex Marlowe, he's a pretty good guy. (laughs) I take the interview. I'll tell you that. Oh, wow. You see, they failed. The left has failed. Patriots are ready for the challenge and leading the fight at really the conservative juggernaut par excellence. God bless you, Andrew. You are so missed. Larry and Alex uh, looking after your baby so well. Breitbart.com, please bookmark it right now. Read this series of amazing interviews, exclusives from Mar-a-Lago by Alex and our buddy Matt Boyle. Follow him at Alex Marlowe and the book. You've got to get it right now. Remember, this is the year of reading, you know, real books with pages or get the audible exposing the hidden forces and secret money machine behind Joe Biden, his family and his administration. Breaking Biden. Get it today. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Where did that go? That's that's an hour. That's absurd. Last about three seconds. We'll have to do it again. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are. Never miss any of our deep dives where we get to the real the real meat of a matter. Leave us a five-star review. Share that links with your friends. Please support President Trump. Go to donjtrump.com. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on a swivel. Watch your six. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. I have a dream Ask not. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. You may not believe this if you've been listening to me. What, what if Have we done this for five years, Jeff, or are we starting our fifth year? Five years and a couple days now. So we're starting our sixth year, right? Correct. Okay. Thank you. I, you know, I'm never good at math. If you may have listened to this show, greetings, everyone. You listen to America First with me, Sebastian Walker. If you've been listening for, I don't know, a year or two, or maybe the full five years, like our buddies, you know, Judy, Antoinette, Ray, Brent, Dave. Who else am I missing out? Eric, who, who are the big names? Um, Don from Los Angeles. Don. All of the big names and the ones I've forgotten. I don't want to go all Biden on you. You may be shocked to hear that When I was a younger man, I had anger issues. 
Jeff, do you find that hard to believe, knowing how lovely I am? <laughs> not at all. What are you laughing at, Mr. G? He's not, he's not going to say, is he? He's well, listen, any time we get a lip caller, you can oh, see Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is true. Any time we get a lip caller. Okay. Um, but really, you know, I, I never have road rage anymore. I used to have wicked road rage. I kind of I got married. My wife had kids. I hate it when people say we had kids. No, no. If you, unless you're passing a bowling, bowling ball through your sexual organs, you're not having a baby. Your, your, your wife is. So um, I kind of mellowed, but some things still trigger me. And I've got to share with you that there's a bit of me that's still there. There are, apart from idiots who call in and are just perverts, they're just sick. You know, the people who send me all kinds of disgusting uh, direct messages on, on social media. That's one thing. But there are a couple of issues that it's just like a button is pressed. And I get furious. Now, one of them is an obvious one. And that's what is being done to girls and boys in America under the, the banner of transgenderism. Let me just be explicit here for a second. And if kids are listening, it's okay. I'm not, I won't be, you know, um, off color. But in the surgical procedures that should not be called surgical procedures, they are mutilation, that are done on children. I, I don't, if you're an adult and you want to do stuff to yourself, okay, fine. You may be better off getting psychiatric assistance, but you're over the age of 18. But in these transgender surgeries that literally mutilate a healthy body make that person, A, incapable of sexual pleasure as an adult for the rest of their lives, give them sexual organs that are facsimiles of the other gender's sexual organs, they don't actually function properly, and most importantly of all, make them sterile. Make those young girls and boys sterile for the rest of their lives. That's the work of the devil. That is truly and utterly the work of the devil. It is the Dark Lord's work. That's one issue. There's another one that, like a, a, a slow burn fuse, doesn't trigger me like that evil does. But when I stop for a second and I just think about it, it makes me, makes me the angriest I've been in a long time. It has to do with with politics. It has to do with the people who are running our country right now. And here's the face of it. This is cut five. And as I was listening to this before the show, that same slow burn rage built up in me. Cut five. House Homeland Security Committee is formally moving ahead with impeachment proceedings against you with the first hearing to be held a week from today. What's your reaction? You know, uh, you mentioned um, earlier in our conversation uh, that I uh, joined the bipartisan group of senators to work on a legislative solution to a broken immigration system. Uh, I was uh, on the Hill yesterday to provide technical advice in those ongoing negotiations. Before I headed to the Hill, I was in the office working on solutions. After my visit to the Hill, I was back in my office working on solutions. That's what we do in the Department of Homeland Security. That's what this administration is focused on. Solutions to problems. Solutions to problems. Why do we have 15,000 people cross the border legally? in a day how did we get that problem what's the solution to the problem it's having you arrested it's having your boss impeached and then convicted in the senate we know that won't happen but the real solution is is what winning the election we'll, we'll have another eight million come probably by then but the problem is you alejandro mayorkas it's the Department of Homeland Security that you run and the person you serve. Now, why am I angered? I'm angered because of the young girl who was recently killed by an illegal immigrant from Venezuela. 
machete to death at a party. I'm angry because of the 112,000 people killed by fentanyl smuggled across an open border. And maybe Democrats will be shocked at this. I'm actually enraged by what you've caused to happen to the illegal immigrants themselves. Left-wing organizations, Human Rights Watch, United Nations, stating that two-thirds of the women and girls are raped, are sexually assaulted as they are trafficked across the border. That's inhuman. It really is evil. The idea that you have so... It's not little regard. You have no regard for humans. And yourself, with your Hispanic name, perhaps that's the ultimate evil. That tens of thousands, by now, in the last three years, millions of people, mostly women, but not all, are abused sexually, are raped, are left for dead as they swim across a river the coyotes couldn't care less whether they made to the other side. The fact that you just do that to solve one problem, to get yourself and your party votes when you amnesty those illegals, God, you are sick. I can't think of somebody in a political position, in a bureaucratic position, who is more psychotic, more soulless than you and your boss. If you're not angry, if you're not enraged like I am, by seeing thousands of people abused and killed as a result of a policy that they made happen. We secured that border. We built 500 miles of wall. We used Title 42 to turn the illegal crossings to a trickle. And you reversed it all. You are truly scum. Let's win this election. Let's save America. This is America First. You're listening to the Salem Network across the nation. We have an amazing third hour deep dive with my good friend Alex Marler today. The truth about Joe Biden. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave a five-star review. Share the links. That's how we win. We get the truth out and then people act. And then let's make it happen. Tell the world you support President Trump. Put his yard sign. Put the I stand with 45 flag on your home. Go to sebgorkastore.com. We really have no choice. We must act and save this nation. sebgorkastore.com and support him at donaldjtrump.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.